feeling i'm feeling good thanks for asking so we're just gonna get into it because this has been something that's been like weighing on my head a lot because i come across a lot of instances where i see how much people struggle to deal with the heavy you know that's the heavy conversations the heavy life experiences the Heaviness that just weighs on you day to day because that's just what life is, right? Life is full of heavy. Um, And the whole intention of me ever even having this kind of outlet is because I believe that that heaviness can be relinquished if we allow ourselves to get that deep. And it's going to be uncomfortable. That's the point. And it's going to be something that you're going to avoid, especially if you've been avoiding it your whole life. But it is absolutely necessary. And throughout my life, I've had a lot of heavy, hard conversations. Um, Long before I ever got as comfortable with it as I am now. But I grew up having heavy, hard conversations. But they weren't really conversations. They were more or less arguments, fights, you know, blowouts, whatever, what have you. It took me a long time to find the balance of like, what does this look like for me to have a a heavy, I don't know, a heavy conversation? What does it look like without the yelling and screaming and arguing? And and I strongly believe that it can be something very beautiful. It can be something very enlightening and important. Um, but I wasn't always good at it. And, you know, specifically with my family, with old friendships of mine, you know, old relationship of mine, those heavy conversations were never done with ease. (laughs) Even if they were easy coming out of my mouth, they were not that easy the aftermath because as I said, it was usually a fight and what have you. And right now I have my mom visiting me and uh, I like where me and my mom are at in our life. You know, I think we will for... I don't want to claim it, but I am accepting of the fact that there will probably always be waves in our relationship. But for right now, um, and we've been on a really good role of having healthier conversations. Um, I still am very easily triggered by my mom. And so it's really easy for me specifically. Like I can have a heavy conversation with a lot of people um, and keep my composure and everything's cool and copacetic. My mom is somebody who I am still very zero to a hundred with. I struggle to like <sighs> reel it in because there's just years and years and years in my entire life of shit built up there. Right. But I have my mom in town right now and it just always gets me thinking of like, man, we have had thousands, if not a million heavy conversations at this point in my life. And I'm like, and to see that all of those, and I mean, we've had such bad fights that I'm like, we'll never talk again, ever. Like, I had made it up in my mind, like, we are done talking, we are never going to talk again. Um, And I grieved that, that part of my life of like, okay, this is where I'm at with my and my mom, that's okay, I'm accepting of that. But I realized that 
that wasn't really what I wanted for one. And for two, that if you can get just even the smidge good at actually having a heavy conversation with somebody and, and there's a good resolution from that, then that's always a step towards progress. And I think my mom and I have had a lot of trial and errors, more errors than anything. But the point is, is that we've made it to the point where, Hey, my mom's at my house for a couple days and things are cool. That would have not happened 10 years ago. It just wouldn't have. And then it gets me thinking like how important it is that people have those heavy conversations specifically with family. And that's what I want to focus on today because I think Family is the easiest one to trigger us. I mean, my sisters trigger me easy. You know, when my dad was alive, that was a thing there. And it's like, that's just what it is. And so I think we start to either go one to two ways. We get used to the fighting dynamic with our families, especially for somebody, as I said, who, you know, likes to face those things or you just have to face those things because it's like, oh, fuck, fuck them. I'm going to cuss them out. You know, whatever you, whatever you feel like you do or what I see in a lot of families, which I also don't agree with, is they avoid it. People avoid it. They're like, ah, I don't want to. You know, I'm not going to have that conversation. You know, my family and I, well, we have a good relationship. But we don't really talk about anything. You know, when things happen, it gets swept under the rug. And that also is not okay. <laughs> and so I think that it's important that we learn just small little tools. And I'm still learning it myself. Of just like, how can we take a step towards progress? Not perfection, not like all relationships going to be just wonderful and great and we'll never have another conflict. It's just like family relationships, I'm sure to most of us is valued more than any relationship. You know, unless outside of your significant other and your kids, that's still family. But, you know, family relationships matter more than anything. We all know at this point, friends come and go, jobs come and go, this, that, all that stuff comes and goes. But family is important, and I think no matter how dysfunctional or, you know, I don't know, I lost my train <laughs> No matter how dysfunctional or crazy things get in your dynamics, I know there's a part of you that is like, I still want this to work. I still, they're still my family. Like, I don't care how much this has happened. Like, I want, I need that relationship. Now, that's not the case across the board. I'm sure there are people who their families have done them so unfathomably wrong that they could never fathom speaking to them again. And that's totally fair. I'm speaking for people who want to have that glimmer of hope of like, can there be made progress here? And what if I'm in the kind of family that they just bulldoze me? And yeah, my family has conflict, but I'm the one that sits out of it. And I just play the yes person in it. And I just do what my family expects of me. And, you know, I just don't have any boundaries and I just don't do this. You know, when they call, I answer and I'm there and it's like, you know, that's something that I have kind of been made, in my opinion, to be the villain of in my family. And my family's a lot better about it now. But for years, it was, you know, no, I'm not going to that. No, I'm not doing that. No, this is when I'm available. No, 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 no. And then it was like, well, you don't work with anybody and you're not willing to do this and you're not willing to do that. And you know, you want to, and it was like, there was always this kind of guilt that was laid on to me for having boundaries and saying no and saying that doesn't suit me well. And, you know, again, I probably wasn't perfect in my execution. I'll acknowledge that, you know, especially if it was something I really didn't want to do and I was feeling like I was being forced to. I would just be like, no, I'm not going. I'm cut it off. You know, I won't talk to you guys for a month. I don't care. Um, But as I said, that's not really healthy either. 
but they didn't realize at the time that that was just me setting boundaries. And I didn't realize at the time that I was setting those boundaries, but I wasn't doing it in an appropriate way. It probably to them was coming off very like, you don't want to be a part of this family. You don't want to be a part of anything. And that was never the case. If anything, even if they would invite me to things and they would go out and do those things, I'd be like, damn, y'all just went and did that thing without me. Hmm? <laughs> even if I declined the invitation, it just, it's, it's just funny because it's like, had there been some good communication on everybody's end, there, we could have just saved ourselves a lot of time, but you don't know what you don't know. And I'm, I know enough of now to know that there was a shit ton I didn't know, especially about having conflict and, and having boundaries and having healthy conversations. And, you know, so it's, it is a balance always. Everything in life we do is a balance. There's always can be one extreme or the other if we let it, but I want to talk about what we can say, the wordage we can use maybe to learn how to stay boundaries, to learn how to leave conflict when you want to, to learn that I can speak on things. I have a voice in this relationship. You know, as I said, I want to really kind of focus on family, you know, and that is including in your significant other and your kids, but like specifically with family, um, because man, family, family is the hardest people. They are the hardest people to say no to. And they're also the easiest person to say no to. Um, but I know for a lot of people, just saying no is, like, not even in their realm. They they won't even, like, no, if my mom is expecting this of me, I'm going to do it. If, uh, if everybody wants it this way, then that's the way I'm going to go. Um, and so here's, here's a couple things. Here's a couple things that I have learned at therapy. Here's a couple things that I feel like I have practiced myself and what has gotten me far and what has not. And... Um, yeah, so I think it's important when we're going into the situation, let's say you are known some way your entire life, like like, like you're the yes person of your family. You say yes, 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 yes to everything. And you know, when they call, you answer, you're there. Um, I think it's important for you to first state the new standard that you're going to set. Like, I know that this is what you had expected of me before. I know this is was my dynamic in the family. This is no longer what I want to be. And this is my new standard. Okay? And that's going to be, say that how you want it. You can be very direct, as I did. Or you can be kind of like, you know, tiptoeing around it, whatever. I don't recommend you doing that. But I know it's not going to be as simple as you being a pushover yes person to the next day declaring everything you want, but I do think it's important to be as clear as you can because you have to understand, well, the good thing about family is that they are family and they are going to love you and they are probably going to take things the most personal, but then when they're, if they're calm and if they're of emotional intelligence at all, they're going to see that this is for the betterment. Maybe not at first, but they will. And so it's important that you set the standard of like, hey, I know I say yes to everything you call about, but I'm only going to make myself available in these windows or I will only be able to answer my phone when it is convenient and I'm not going to stop what I'm doing to do this. You know, set the new standard. You set the standard, then they know, make it known. And, you know, it doesn't have to be a powwow of like, hey guys, I'm setting a standard for myself. But there's nothing wrong with that if you do want to do it like that. Um, Especially if you're truly unhappy and you feel like the only way out of the situation is to either cut your family off or continue to do what they expect of you and let resentment build up and build up and build up. So setting the standard. Then you set the boundary. 
Because setting the standard and setting the boundary are two different things. You know, there's another thing to say, this is what I'm going to be doing. This is my new standard. And then there's a whole other way when that is pushed or that is challenged that you say, I said I was not going to be available after 9 p.m. to hear about the family drama or I said this, I said that, whatever it is, that is the boundary there. No, I'm sorry, I can't. You know, so you set the standard and then you set the boundary of like, no, that doesn't work. Or yes, that does work. You know, it's not, your boundary isn't always about no and rejection. It's not always about that. Sometimes it's good, you know, yeses, but it's just whatever applies to you in that situation. So then you set the boundary. And now at this point, this is when things get hard because then the rejection on your family's end is going to come in of like, why are you rejecting us? Why are you acting like this? How could you be treating this way? And this isn't you, you're changing, you're different. And that's when I feel like, (laughs) I don't know if you want to call it manipulation. I don't know. No, no, that's not a good word. But that is when you kind of have to like be the emotional, intelligent, intelligent person and say something along the lines of, I value our relationship so much. And this is such a meaningful dynamic that we have that I am no longer willing to allow myself to be the doormat or I am no longer willing to allow myself to get so angry every time we're together um which was like the case in my end you know I felt like most of the time when I spent time with my family I would leave feeling angry and it got to the point where I was like I that's not worth it to me anymore it's not worth it to me to go and be together as a family just for me to leave angry and pissed off like no I'm not going to do that and you know the boundary that I was specifically setting in my family was you know, for the first couple of years of my relationship, I felt most safe when Ryan was there with me, when my significant other was there with me. Like, I feel safe. I feel like I have somebody on my team there. And not like my team, like, we're going to go to war and, you know, he's going to back me up. It's just like, I feel safe. And if you guys don't like that he's around, I understand that. But that is the way that I'm willing to come around. I feel very vulnerable and weak when I'm in a dynamic where I feel like I get ganged up on. And that's not necessarily the truth. That's just how I felt. Um... And, you know, that's it. But, you know, so you say something of like, this relationship is so meaningful to me that I'm not willing to compromise X, Y, and Z for it any longer. And so because of that, I have to set this standard and I have to set this boundary. And some people that's going to, oh, flick on a light bulb, like, okay, well, well, yeah, you know, well, that that's, that's meaningful then, you know, like I said, that's why I said the manipulation part, because it's not manipulation, because you do value the relationship. But it feels like, That's almost what you're doing because you have to almost put the ball in their court, you know, of like, well, I just love you so much that this is what I have to do for myself. And then that that feels to them like it's coming from a place of love. You know, it it feels to them like, oh, okay, well, she's not rejected. She wants to see me. It's just that it doesn't work for her well when I call her super late or it doesn't work for her well with this. And, you know, and and then you have to stick to it. You have to stick to it. You know, you've set the standard. You set the boundary. You've said the nice affirmation of like, I, I, this relationship is meaningful or just say like, I've developed a newfound respect for myself and my standards and my relationships. And I just want to up the standards of my relationships. You know, you don't even have to put it directly on your family and being like, you know, I refuse to settle lower for my standards, but you should just say that I realize that maybe there's other things in your relationships outside of your family that you struggle with. And therefore you can use the family to be like, I'm trying to get better at loving myself and I'm trying to get better at meeting a new relationship standard for myself. And I feel like the best way I can do that is to try to do a trial one in my own family. You know, it's like you have to put it in a way ever so gently, especially, I know a lot of us have, 
a lot of us have family who are not as open and willing to see things right away. Usually it takes a lot of time. Some family never comes around to a period. But as long as you know that you're doing it with well-intentioned and you're not doing it to hurt somebody because you're not, then you just have to be accepting of whatever's going to come of it. And honestly, that was going to be my other point to this is that you set the standard, you set the boundary, you stick to your word, you stick to it. If, if so-and-so calls you past nine o'clock after you told her, hey, I go to bed, I get the kids in bed, blah, 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 I can't take that call unless it's an emergency and they continue to do that or they continue to call you every Saturday to take them somewhere when they know that you're, you told them you can't do it, you have to stick to your word. You can't be like, fine, want this one time. Because that was also something I did for a long time. I would be really strong on my boundaries and I would feel like I had the standard set. And then, you know, the guilt would settle in because you will feel guilt. You, the first few times, the first few multiple times, you know, 10, 20, 30 times, it might still be like, oh God, there's like an ache of like, I just need to do it. You know, she's my mom. She's my sister. They're my dad. They're my this. You know, you're, you're going to always rationale with yourself all the time. But you have to see that through because that's when the heaviness comes in. That's where the hard heaviness is like, shit, this is hard. I don't, I'm not used to this. I'm not used to telling my mom no. I'm not used to telling my kids, hey, I need an hour break, you know, go entertain yourselves. You know, that's, that's something that you're not used to and it's going to take time. But I promise the more you stick to it, every time you're going to get this sense of accomplishment in yourself of like, yeah, yeah, okay, there I am. There I am. That's the person that I want to be. That's the person who doesn't want to be the doormat or the person who gets angry over everything or the person who's super high strung or like, you know, you have to like dig deeper and, and, and that is digging deep in yourself without even having to. It's not like sitting down meditating. I'm digging deep. It's keeping promises to yourself, setting boundaries and then saying, this is the boundary. This is where I'm at. This is what's happening, you know, and, and then, and sticking to it. And a really important thing that's going to be probably equally as hard is when it comes down to accepting that it's not everybody is going to be accepting of it. When you're setting boundaries and you're setting new standards for yourself and you're turning over a new leaf, um, it is going to make other people uncomfortable. And with that, I think you have to remember one to two things, which is people will only meet you where they will meet themselves if somebody is not willing, if you have somebody who can never admit that they're wrong, who can never see the, you know, who, who refuses to ever acknowledge anything, they, they're the sweep under the rug kind of person, or, you know, they, they just refuse to ever see another perspective. Those are the people who are probably never going to be accepting of the new you you're trying to become or the new standards you're trying to set. And you have to be accepting of that's just going to happen. And as long as you know that you were doing everything in your best power to keep that relationship and keep that strong because you valued it so much and they were the ones to say, oh, you know, F you and you're a different person now and you've changed. You just have to accept the fact that that's the person you're going to be in. You're going to be that person in their story. You're going to be the villain. You probably will be the bad guy. I'm sure they'll tell other family, you know, this, that, and the other. I can't say that for sure. That's, you know, I'm projecting a little bit. Um, but really, I mean, you, I have had to grow so comfortable with knowing that, knowing that I was more oftentimes going to be the villain than that. And that was hard. And we, we all perceive things differently. Um, I am kind of accepting of the fact that in a lot of ways I am 
the glue to my family, whether they agree with it or not. But I'm also the one that is kind of the outcast. And that is because of the way that I've chose to operate. I've chose to operate in my family of, yes, I am far more of the snap if I have to very quickly. You know, my sisters, as I think I've said before, are very cool, calm, and collected. I am not... I mean, I like to think I am in my head. I feel cool, calm, and collected. But it's like what I give off is such an intense energy that it's hard for people to ever see that I'm actually calm. I am chilling. I'm, I'm, I don't give a shit. Um, but I've just become accepting of the fact of like more times than not in disagreements that I have with my family, it is somehow I feel like I've done something more wrong than they have. Whether I feel that myself or they make me feel that way, it's just a thing. And and it was so such a thing I hated for so freaking long that that was something I was also willing to throw my relationship out with them for is like, you know, fuck you guys. If I'm always going to be the bad guy and I'm always going to be the angry one, I'm always going to be this. And I'm always, when I feel like I'm angry because I love you guys and I'm angry because I want to defend you guys or, you know, I'm, or I'm coming in defense of my family. And then all of a sudden they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't want your help. It's like, why did you come to me for it? You know? And I feel like that was also the thing. Then, you know, I, I, it took so long of that, of that wearing me down to me being like, you know what? It's okay. If, if I have an argument with my sisters and I end up being the one that was the bad guy, whatever, so be it. You know, or if I have an argument with my mom and, you know, I, whatever, so be it. You know, and it's like, that's not to say you can't acknowledge where you went wrong in the situation, but that is to say that it's just going to happen. It's just inevitable. There's not a single person in the world that you can make completely 100% happy, nor should you want to. Like, seriously, nor should you want to do that. If you are trying in your life to make every single person happy, I promise you, you are damaging your relationships with those people. And that is entirely on you. It is not the way that they're treating you. It is not the things that they're doing. It is not the demands that they're requesting of you. It is you allowing that to happen for too long because you let the little things go or you sweep it under the rug or you just get so out of control you can't handle yourself in those situations. Like, and... You know, you, life is, what do they say? Life is 10% what happens to us, 90% how we react. I do believe that to a certain extent. I know obviously there's a lot more shit that goes into it than that. But for the most part, I do think that we, if we set a higher standard for ourselves and for what we want and for what we expect um, and stick to it and have enough self-respect to stick to that, no matter how hard it is and on except that family might be mad at you for a minute but if they value the relationship which i know most of our family does then they will too hopefully hopefully come around if they don't then you know all i can say is it's okay to love people from a distance you know i've had to do that a lot in my life a lot with my family of just loving them from a distance keeping them at a distance and though it hurt me like hell because i felt like i was missing out on everything i knew that it was better than me being an anxious high strong angry mess all the time and now when I have interactions with my family, I feel a lot lighter. I feel a lot better because I've put that distance there and I've set those standards and I've set those boundaries and I've stuck to them. And again, we're not batting a thousand, you know, I'm, I'm sure I will still have another million fights with my family as the years go on, but it's different. It's definitely different in a good way. And I think that that's all we can really ask. You know, we, sometimes we just got to strive for enough. And for me, it's enough. I still have my family at a distance. I don't see them a ton. But, you know, my mom's, as I said, she's been here for a couple of days and we've been kicking it. And I've kind of raised my voice to her maybe once or twice. I know that's frowned upon for a lot of people. It's not something I'm proud of. I love my mom. I do love her. But, you know, she's a frustrating person. She knows that. I know that. And I am, as well, a frustrating person. So, 
overall, it's been good. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. It's been a good time. There never could have been a time 10, even maybe five years ago where I would have said, yeah, we could spend three days together and not drive each other crazy. So that's progress to me, baby. (sighs) Anyways, I appreciate you for being here. Thank you so much for listening to me. I hope that there was something that was helpful in this. I, I actually felt like this was helpful and maybe you will too. I don't know. As always, I appreciate you being here and we will talk next Thursday. Bye.